podcast. My name is Kyrie Malik um, and welcome back to another week. This is week eight. It's all still so new and beautiful. I hope everybody is a-okay maintaining the peace internally and externally. <laughs> During what um, has proven to be a very difficult time for lots all around the world. Um, Yeah, just hope everybody's staying up, staying good. Um, Yep. Clearly not much in the way of updates over here. Um, I might have mentioned last week a deadline that I wanted to make. And I made said deadline on Sunday of last week. Here we are on... Today is Friday. I'm recording on a Friday morning. Five minutes to nine in the morning. Unlike me, I've been sleeping till and allowing myself to shamelessly till like I'm saying like 12.30 p.m. When else am I going to have this time? That's how I justify it. (laughs) I'm like, clearly my body needs this rest. So let me let myself get it. But some days I can't. Like, this morning, for some reason. I went to bed really late, too. Like, um, oh, I saw Love Jones. There's an update. Not Love Jones. Um, uh, Poetic Justice. I saw that yesterday, last night. There's an update. I was going back and forth with myself whether I wanted to watch um, Poetic Justice for the first time or watch... Um, Queen and Slim for maybe the fourth time. Heavy movie to be watching multiple times. I told myself after I watched it the first time, it's not the kind of movie I need to watch multiple times. But it's something about it. Um, There's so many elements to it. I think different parts of it draw me at different times. Um, Even though the the whole backdrop of the story is so heavy but yeah um so yeah it's between those two I wound up watching Love Jones I keep saying Love Jones I haven't seen Love Jones either ha 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 revelation revelation so many black movies that I should have seen that I have not and people get on me about it all the time um maybe I need to make a point of of, uh, watching all the films that I should have quote unquote, let black people tell it um, during this quarantine time at home. Um, maybe that's something I could do. But um, yeah, I really enjoyed Poetic Justice last night. Um, it just really resonated based on my day yesterday, which I'll get into in the uh, curation. Um, but yeah, just... Um, it was very timely, and it felt good. It's comforting. 
uh, might watch it again. I, I came to the conclusion that I'm going to be justice for Halloween. I got my friend's information. You know who you are to uh, procure my braids in October. Should we have a Halloween? I'll be justice because I am her, she is me, we're each other. Um, <laughs> I just felt her so deeply in my soul. So yeah, um, that was beautiful. I'm trying to think what else. Like as I talk, it's like more and more stuff comes uncovered. Um, yeah. Nothing else really. Yep. With that, I guess it's good to move on into our wisdom of the week. This week's Wisdom of the Week comes from a song by a hip-hop duo uh, called The Dog Pound, composed of rappers Corrupt and Daz DeLinger. Um, In keeping with my poetic justice, my justice for poetic justice, (laughs) Um, (laughs) my poetic justice crusade, Um, yeah, I heard this song last night and it just resonated so deeply and just reminded me of the power of not giving a fuck. So I'm going to read these lyrics Um, and it's just going to be the hook. Now, don't interpret this super. This is a, a very loose interpretation, but you get what you need from it. Okay. Throw your guns up in the motherfucking air. We don't care. Niggas don't give a fuck, nigga. About nothing at all. Just my dogs and clocking a grip. Niggas don't give a fuck, nigga. That's why I can kick it so tough. Because when times get rough, my niggas don't give a fuck, nigga. The clique that I'm with don't give a shit. You know why? Because real niggas... Don't give a fuck, nigga. Now, when you hear it, I be, this this is Snoop Snoop Dogg on the on the hook who says those words that I just said on the song. When I heard it again, just I mentioned I'll get into this in the curation, but yesterday I really got to caring too much about a particular thing. And I had to tell myself to back up off and stop giving a fuck. Like, there's so many instances in our lives and, like, things that happen where it's like, if we really just were to step back from it and just say, fuck it, like, how much less stress we would have in our life. And, like, really, not just say fuck it, but, like, really, like, be about, you know, that whole fuck it life towards this thing, whatever this thing is, like, fuck it, like, let it be, like, let it live, like, you know, yeah. So, I would implore you to listen to that song if ever you feel like you're giving too much energy towards something and you just need to fall back or... 
<sighs> or just to inform your everyday demeanor and like orientation towards life. <laughs> Cause that sounds like a healthy perspective to have. Just not giving a fuck. In balance. But you feel me. So yes. This week's wisdom of the week is brought to you by the dog pounds. Niggas don't give a fuck. All right. Moving into the the not the curation, the ailment of the week. This week's ailment um, came out of yesterday. I keep referencing how yesterday was quite an interesting day. Um, let me just state the ailment plain and clear. Dun, 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 dun. Everyone is a critic. So let me walk you through yesterday. So I got up, like I said, around 1230 and I'm sitting on my couch. I made my oatmeal and coffee and I made an egg because what else? And um, yeah, I'm sitting and I'm watching. Um, I, I, I'm, I guess everyone probably who listens to this would be familiar with T.S. Madison. Um, she has a morning show that she does um Maddie in the morning and on Thursdays she started doing a uh like a vocal competition it's called who want who wants to smoke and so I'm like I'm a singer so I'm like you know I'm watching this um I'm like kind of like some there's something within me that's like kind of like try to get on try to get on so I figure out how to get on there's a link that takes you to this platform um, that I believe TS uses to connect all of the various social platforms. Um, so you're in this queue and like, well, before you even get into a queue, like it's not even, it's like, try again later, try again later. It's too full. This chat or this room is too full. It's like the, the little holding room for the contestants was too full. So I'm refreshing, refreshing. I'm just sitting watching the show refreshing refreshing thinking about what i'm gonna sing should i you know should this actually work out like should i actually like get on what am i gonna do you know doing little vocal warm-ups i made myself some tea all of this stuff i'm refreshing 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 finally like something happens um you know it's like allowing me to enable my audio and my video for for you know to be um now in order to be in the queue um, to go on to the show. And so now I'm like in, you know, I'm thinking like, and it's alerting you. It's like at any minute, like you could, you know, be a part of the show. So be ready. Um, so I'm saying waiting, still watching the show. Cause you know, within the, the, um, the behind the scenes platform thing that I'm waiting in the little queue area, you can still see the live YouTube show. So I'm waiting, waiting, waiting. Next thing I know, Tia's Madison's talking about um, Kari, Kari, Kari. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Like I, I didn't expect to get in. I'm just thinking like this. You know how these things work. It's just like, or at least how they work in our minds. It's just like so many people. What are the odds is going to, you know, be me that's chosen for something like this? So all in all, I was chosen. And apparently, like, I'm going I'm going back next week. Let's be very clear. But you'll understand at the end of this why I feel so strongly, like why I must go back next week. Um, but like I've come to understand that there are recurring um, uh, contestants on the show. So I, I do think it's maybe not as hard to get on as maybe something on maybe a bit of a larger platform. She has a amazingly large, amazing and amazingly large um, 
fan base and like you know um but i'm just comparing it to something like it's not like an american idol or something you know like um i don't think it would be quite as hard to get through but anyway um i get through and i decide that i'm gonna just go in my heart and sing this anita baker i apologize um and it's something that i mean i've never really sang it in front of anyone i sing it around here it's just something i kind of play with um not that that's a play song but you get it um yeah i was just like let me not overthink this let me just do this um so, you know, she's like, what are you going to sing? I say, Anita Baker, um, I apologize. And she said that everyone in the comments had been, because it's a live comment feed that you can see while you're watching. She's like, everyone in the comments has been asking for Anita Baker. So, um, okay, so now I go and I sing. And, well, but right before you sing, right before any contestant sings on her show, she asks, do you want the smoke? Basically, do you want the comments to be playing while you're singing? You're looking at yourself singing, and she'll flash the comments, you know, under your under your uh, your video. So I say yes, I guess so. I'm here, <laughs> you know. So why not? Um, so I start singing, and I'm seeing these comments. And people are like, no, like, oh, no, like, mm -mm, like, this ain't it. Like, uh, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. At least the ones that I'm seeing, right? It's just like the worst of the worst comments. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? Like, what in the world? Um, Because I've never gotten that kind of reaction. When I've opened my mouth ever since I was six years old, I'm like, and that's not to be, this is not to be cocky or anything, but, like, I've generally gotten favorable reactions, like, from my singing. Um, so I was very surprised at that response. And when I stopped, um, you know, it, it became a thing of, like, the, the judges all kind of... Um, from their comments, I'm gathering that, like, okay, maybe wrong song selection, whatever, whatever, you know, um, comparing me to X singer, you know, this person, that person, all of this. Um, and I sing another song um, that I know, um, but I know that a lot of people don't know it. <laughs> and um, that one wasn't received very well either. I'm thinking because it was not so known that was a lot of the comments like who is this like what is this song um and of course naturally after all of this I'm like okay what the fuck is going on between the 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 vocal cords in my throat like I am in like this frenzy of just like my world is spinning around. <laughs> My foundation is shooketh. Like, I'm like, what in the world? Because I have never gotten that before. So I go back all day. I'm waiting for her to, um, I'm waiting afterwards for it to end so that I can go back and look at the video and be able to see the comments. And it finally came up today, like right before I went up to record. And I go back. Looking through the comments, people are like, oh, you know, he's cute, you know, this and that. And um, basically, I'm seeing that people, the comments that I saw were like some of the worst. But the majority of the comments were just like another song, like another song. You know, basically, it was it wasn't it wasn't the right song selection for me. People acknowledging that my voice is there. But um that particular song, like maybe in the register in which I was singing, whatever, whatever, it just wasn't suitable for my voice, which that that is acceptable. That I can hear. But some of the stuff that I was originally reading, like I had a hard time really digesting. And, I, and that's the stuff that I was sitting with until I'm able to see these other comments kind of countering, you know, the other stuff, the, the more negative stuff that I was seeing. Um, 
this morning. So, you know, I am personally feeling a bit better. Um, <laughs> I'm not so like in my head about it now, but like, yeah, it just brought me to the mic this morning with this ailment of just like everyone's a critic. You know, I'm just reading all these comments and I'm just like, wow, like what a place to be in where you're just so comfortable sitting behind your computer saying good or bad things, but I'm really focused on the the, the more negative components of, of the things that people say um, to people online, you know, and feel so within their right to do so. Feel like, like you know, I think there's a desensitization that happens when you're looking at something on a screen or a person on a screen. It's as if they're not human. And like, I don't know, it's as if you feel you can play with them in some way, in a, in a way that's, that's not like you're not going to be held responsible um, afterwards. I guess the interaction just it feels a bit more removed. So people feel more comfortable like saying things they wouldn't normally say or things that if they said in the street would probably get them punched in the face, you know? Um, yeah, that, that element of it is, 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 is very interesting to me. Um, I felt it strongly enough to make it the ailment because I've never, I've never been, um, so heavily scrutinized on the internet. That was my first taste of what it means to, like, you know, put yourself out there and be received by the public um, in a way that was very mixed, you know. Like I said, originally I was reading the comments that were coming across the screen as I was singing, and I guess the host picked them, picked the comments that, that flash across. And it was really, like, the worst of the worst. People, again, people were like, no, like, no, you know. And in my talking to myself afterwards, you know, I have to come to understand that I'm I'm dealing with, with my people. We take our songs very seriously. And I was, cho- I chose a song that, you know, people hear Anita Baker, people hear Whitney Houston, people hear Aretha Franklin. There is automatically heightened expectation <laughs> attached to the person's, um, you know, abilities when uh, taking on certain songs by certain artists. Um, but, you know, looking back over my performance, like, I was happy with it. I did fine. Um, it wasn't the best display of my vocal ability, but I didn't sound bad. I didn't sound awful. You know what I mean? Like I sounded pretty good, um, in my most honest and humble opinion. And I got that, I, I got similar feedback. Um, not similar. I got the same feedback, um, but just wrong song. And, and I, again, I can hear that. Um, Yeah. But I just, again, I was hit yesterday with public scrutiny, and it really kind of boggled me, boggled me. I didn't think that I would react the way that I did yesterday, Um, and I got to feeling a bit lonely. It was a bit of a lonely feeling, not really knowing, like, who to go to to turn to to talk about it. Um... My friend um, was watching, and he called me after, and we spoke briefly. Um, it was a bit of a disconnected conversation. He was at work, and, you know, um, but, yeah, so that was the closest I got to talking about the experience itself. And now, now, <laughs> um, which is great, Um yeah, this is therapy for me right now. Really just walking through everything of yesterday, unpacking it and being real with myself about how I felt with it and, and allowing myself to not feel silly about feeling this way about it. Um, yeah. And a lot of gems that came out of it. So let's move into the curation. Tosh, who you gonna run to? Tiny, who you gonna run to? Tamika, 
curation and the most pressing I'm going to um, say it now because it occurred to me on at the end of the last segment the ail- at the end of the ailment um, you know first curation I, I didn't write this down again this just came to me um, there's there are so many people who have been through this so many people who have been through this so many people who will continue to go through this um, you know scrutiny of any kind any any sort of scrutiny like people have been and will continue to be on the other end of someone's judgment you know I think what makes it easier and what makes our what what makes us know that we we ourselves will be able to overcome and what we can use kind of as models of people who you know maybe put themselves out there in a certain way and 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 choose to be scrutinized like how how do they handle it how do they you know how how are they let's like looking back on on various um notable people like you know how did how how did so and so handle uh you know this newfound notoriety like what were some in interviews like what were they saying like how were they coping how you know it just really got me to thinking about like people that I take in you know um New York Tiffany Pollard came to mind these I've been watching a lot of reality tv old school reality tv and um (laughs) old school that's so funny um and just like thinking about you know they really were like out there for a whole season like in front of America being themselves or whoever they were portraying and like in a lot of instances like acting a fool like you know all of this like for public consumption and for public judgment you know just like wow on a massive scale like that like how that must be and feel like and how do you not go to the comments? How do you not go, you know, to your video on YouTube and read what people are saying about you? How do you not Google your name, like, you know, or Beyonce? At that level, I guess it's just like, fuck it. Like, the world is mine. <laughs> Who loves me, loves me. Who hates me, hates me. Like, whatever you probably at that point just get really good with it i guess when it's new it's a bit of a it can be a bit of a like whoa like this is how people really perceive me and see me like you know um just a bit of an eye opener but yeah i would say that's the first curation just an opportunity first to think about and kind of uh empathize with those figures in our lives who have been through the same thing or going through the same thing, you know, and, and looking, looking to them as like beacons of wisdom for, uh, kind of moving, moving beyond the scrutiny, um, onto the things that I wrote. First thing I wrote, cold world. (sighs) The understanding that this world is just fucking cold. Like it's a cold world. (laughs) Ain't nobody really out here for you. Like, you know, there's good and bad people. And I I really do genuinely feel that there's more good people than bad people. But, like, at the end of the day, I really do feel like people, for the most part, at least in this American society in which we live, like, people are really looking out for number one. And will say and do things at your expense and have no qualms about it. Like, could give two shits you know, about what they say, about what they do and how it impacts you. You know, there are people really out here like that. So I think the first, cur- the, the second curation, you know, there really truly is just the understanding that 
as cold as this is, like, is really you out here. You know, people really, is really some ruthless people out here who do not care about you and you have to really, like, guard yourself and protect yourself, you know, through these things that follow. Um, the first way I, I think to be able to guard and protect yourself is to realize this moment um, as the third curation, opportunity for self-analysis, for self-rerouting rerooting in yourself, reminding yourself who you are. I wrote the importance of self-focus. You know, it really is an exercise of reshifting back focus onto you and who you know yourself to be and what you know your, your own abilities to be and who you know yourself to be. I'll say it again just for emphasis. Maintaining focus there. I think we had an episode, maybe first or second. Wow, I'm losing track of my episodes. We're getting big. Um, <laughs> where I was just talking about just the importance of how, you know, um, not the importance of, but like the redirection of, of focus on self being like a mini meditation. You know, the realization, whoop, I'm getting off track. Well, I'm thinking about these niggas in the, in the comment. I'm thinking about thinking too too deeply about what was said earlier. I'm giving too much energy to that. Like, whew, I need to play this Snoop Dogg song. Niggas don't give a fuck. I need to stop giving a fuck. Like, you know, re reshifting focus back on self. And that reshifting focus back on self might be through an activity, maybe exercising. For me yesterday, it was watching um, Poetic Justice. I was like, I was really feeling like, okay, I have to do something to shift my energy away from thinking about this, shift my attention away from this. Like, okay, let me redirect, refocus. Like, so yeah, that's what that's what uh, uh, Poetic Justice was for me. And see what it did. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, fourth. Everyone will have an opinion. It's life, for better or for worse. The realization and understanding that everyone's going to have one and everyone's entitled to one. What do they say? Opinions are like assholes. And some assholes have opinions. All assholes have opinions. But everyone with an opinion isn't an asshole. Wow. <laughs> yeah I'm looking through all these comments I I went I literally did this right before I recorded Today, right now And um, I'm just going through Like wow, you know Everyone's looking at me from a different vantage point And I'm the only one who went back to look at myself I am the only one That was part of my re, re You know, aligning process yesterday <laughs> the understanding that guy like this is only huge in your mind you know and that's enough but also that as a means of like keeping things in perspective you know but looking through those comments and stuff it's just like everyone's looking at this through a different lens that's why you got the no please stop you know comments ranging from that to you know, oh, I really enjoy his voice. I saw somebody say, I really enjoy his voice. Like, I would love to hear him on some tunes while I'm out, you know, on my back patio smoking a cigar off some grown and sexy shit, you know. Wow, I remember that pretty, pretty well. <laughs> that must have really hit. But, yeah, you know, stuff like that. Like, the comments really range from that. And it's like, wow, it's, you know, as with anything, like, nobody's going to like everything that you do. People are going to have something to say, whatever you're doing or not doing. You know what I mean? So you might as well just go ahead and do it. Like, I'm going back next week. I'm going next week. Like, I'm going. I don't have an option. I don't have a choice. <laughs> I have to go and, like, show these niggas what I can do, you know, which I did, you know, but with another song. And 
Yeah, like I was seeing all through the comments, um, Babyface, um, Craig, Craig the writer Stewart, he he said after I sang, the first thing he he said was I should have sang a Kenny Lattimore song. I think Kenny Lattimore. I'm like, God damn, like I don't know. Like I went and listened to uh, was it for you? For you. a lot for me so yeah i'm not doing that but you know babyface was also on the list of other um people that um artists that people were saying you know of songs that that would be they felt would be more suitable for me tevin campbell is always always on the list that never fails whenever i sing people always say tevin campbell which his songs, and it's funny, I started singing. Um, the Can We Talk was the first song I ever sang at like six years old for a pageant. And that's where I found that I could sing. Um, but now that song is so challenging. Um, I'm not at all in that vocal register at all now. Um, but maybe I can modulate it. I don't know. That's not the point. Um, the point is everyone has an opinion. <laughs> And um, similar to this podcast and, and, you know, just staying steadfast, loving on those who support, loving on those who are listening, loving on those who do appreciate what you do, and um, paying less attention to those who don't, don't support, don't have kind words, don't have anything helpful to offer. Yeah. Um, and lastly, how are you going to respond? How are you going to respond to the criticism? This is a moment to either sink or come out victorious. That's how I see it. You know, after I got off that uh, off that call, what was this under my damn little thing? After I got off the call, I have a window box. I have a window in my apartment, and it's like a box outside of it. That you could put like a planter or something, window box, and it's a person under it. Sometimes the neighbor he stands under the smoke. It's raining. Maybe that's him. Anyway, how you gonna respond? Like, are you either gonna let that what somebody had to say about you and what you did or what you didn't do or whatever, like, just make you cave? Or are you going to, if it was bad criticism you received, um, take those critiques, take take the take the the gems from it, spit out the rest, um, work it, practice, get better, and come back and fuck it up. Or are you gonna cave? I saw it as more the former. I'm going to get my shit together and come back next week. I'm coming at them with um, this morning. I was hit with. Um, I realized I need to need to reassess my the things that I be I be hit with sometimes. You know, because I was hit with. I apologize, and that wasn't it. <laughs> According to the people, I was hit with babyface um, as soon as I get home. But I like that song, and I feel good when I sing it. It feels good um, coming out. It feels like it matches my tone, matches just me. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to perfect that. And I'm coming back next Thursday, Maddie. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and whatever it is, how are you going to respond? That is always the question. And that's all you have control over, too. Can't control the critics. Can't control what people say or don't say or whatever. All you can control is how you're going to respond. And I think as a character building moment, as a moment that says to to those people, the, the naysayers, whoever, that like, nah, I'm not about to let 
this little shit that you had to say get in my way. You know, I know who I am. And here I am again. Yep. And I'll be here again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Why? Because I know who I am and somebody fucks with it. Somebody. (laughs) Somebody does. It resonates with somebody. So, yeah. Similar to this podcast. I'm, I'm thinking about that as I'm saying what I'm saying, like. This brand of podcast might not is is not for everybody. I'm not gonna say might not be is not for everybody. My voice is not for everybody. The things I talk about here are not for everyone. I'll never be for everyone. No one will. No one is. But you know, as long as you know you're staying true to you and you're not lying to yourself, <laughs> and it feels right, and you know. Move on it. Move on it. And take the meat and spit out the bones. But, um, yeah. So, let's move in to the... I'll do an installation. I'll just kind of wrap it up. Um, kind of gotten to it. But, yeah. Well, I'll just sum it all up in the, in the installation. All right. I'm expressing with my full capabilities. And now I'm living in correctional facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube. Because he said it get funky. When you got a subject and a predicate, add it on a dope beat. And it'll make you think. Some suckers just tickle me. Pink to my stomach. Cause they don't flow like this one. You know what? I won't hesitate to this one or two before I'm through. So don't try to sing this. Some drop science. Well, I'm dropping English. Even if yella makes it a cappella. I still express you. I don't smoke weed or sex. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage. And brain this week, as a result of the installation of the curations in the previous segment, I think it's just an overall opportunity for growth and development, these moments of uh, receiving criticism. Um, I'm talking more so like not the most healthy kind, you know, it's an opportunity to grow because it can seem as though certain comments or things people say are meant to to defeat you are meant to hurt you which in some in some instances that might be the case but um more times than not especially on the internet it's people just i think it's people just feeling emboldened to say whatever again just due to the the distance in which from which they are you know in which they are from the person in which they're communicating with, um, people are just more emboldened. But, you know, not taking that crap so serious. And again, just moving moving on from it, responding favorably to it in a way that says, I will not shudder. I will not fold. I will not bend. I will not break. You know, no matter what. That is the installation Le installation. Um, let's close out. Mwah. Tell me, say one thing, Nancy, if you understand. Who one thing, Nancy, if you understand. What make them a talk about me? Ambition. Say what make them a talk about me? Ambition. Come and some of them ask me where me get it from. Just some of them ask me where me get it from. I told them, no, no, it's from creation. I told them, no, no, it's from creation. Bam, bam, hey, Closing sight. Um, <laughs> this is the close, but um, thank you for this moment. 
Um, if you made it this far, thank you for listening. Thank you for, I hope this that journey um, of yesterday was a little ride, a little bit of uh, maybe service, some escapism. <laughs> Put you in my shoes for a sec. Um, yeah, just thanks for listening and letting me get that off my chest. <laughs> and Kyrie, I will turn that thank you back to you for sitting down and having the bravery to even talk about that. Um, yeah, I felt a little embarrassed. I was. I was. It didn't feel good. Um, it didn't. But to go back again, like I said, to see those comments on YouTube, just the the, the rainbow of comments um, really put things in perspective in, in the ways in which I outlined earlier. So it was great. And I'll be back next week. Cause ain't no stopping me now. I'm on the move. I really can't sing y'all. I I I'm I'm pretty pretty solid in saying that. Like, unless everybody has just been lying to me all of these years. All of these years, just trying to make me feel good. Like I went through all of that yesterday. I was like, damn, has this just been a 21-year lying campaign to Kyrie about his vocal ability. Like, I don't know. I know, I, I mean, you know, I'm not the best singer. I'm not the worst either. I feel like I, I think I, um, my ability to, what I bring to a song is unique you know somebody's listening to this like that's why they said your ass can't sing here you are trying to make excuses <laughs> but no for real like yeah oh my goodness clearly I'm in my feelings but this feels really fucking good I think today will be beautiful it's still early I'm gonna um, continue on my day I'm gonna exercise um yeah, it's a bit dreary. I do want to go out today, though. It's supposed to be nice. Temperature-wise, still social distancing, still practicing. Social distance and all of that. And, yeah, existing in the world. <sighs> so, yeah, I love y'all. I love this. I love Curate. I really do. And I'm thankful. And I'm happy. I feel good. I feel joy in my heart today. And um, I'm happy about my journey. I am. I'm proud of myself for even embarking upon that yesterday, for even doing that. You know what I mean? That was another, a mean, another means of um, reshifting the focus. You know, how many people would even do something like that? Yeah, I feel good. But, um, yep, y'all enjoy the week. Make it a beautiful, marvelous one. Um, I shall. Uh, yeah. I love y'all. All right. Bye. 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 Bye.